live recording you know it's so funny because when we start doing this before we were waiting um, but then I've been reviewing some of the videos and you actually do even before that record button hits for whatever reason but the record button has to do with how we are uploading on our podcast so that is the big difference so we just want to let everyone know that that's why sometimes you won't hear us chatting right away you see us but he's like what are they doing that's what we're doing. But good morning, everyone. Guess what today is? My favorite day of the week. A lot of a lot of people's favorite day of the week, I have to say. Um, hold on, we've got something going on in the background here. Just give me one second. We had some little glitch there. But anywho, because it is you know hump day for some people, but for us, it's Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Carol Sue, aka Nani Boss, giving you a great good morning with two. This does. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. And um, I forgot what I put on the tagline. I'm trying to get to our page right now. Um, yeah, welcome to my age. Um, anyways, Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Um, so yesterday, I briefly chatted about that I was going to a walk. And I really wanted to hold off on chatting about that because I've never been to something like what I went to yesterday. And I really wanted to, um, when I chatted about it, <laughs> be well-informed, so to speak. So anyways, um, yeah, all right. I see that. There we are, the page. There we go. Okay. So I went to, and I'm going to do air quotes, a protest yesterday. It was a very peaceful protest. Yes, there were um, <laughs> there were songs. Um, there were we marched down the street, and it was for me. It was the three month mark since my son Ryan Scott suffered a, a life threatening injury. So it was very emotional for me, as you know, from a parent standpoint. And I wanted to show my support, um, not only for my son, but for those who have suffered through so much, not just Ryan, but everyone that has suffered so much with um, the different illnesses and things that have popped up as a result of <laughs> um, certain um, jabba dabba doos and the consequences that not only the person who suffered the injury, but their families as well that are going through all of this. It, there is just so much going on. And I wanted to show my support <coughs> for all um, in that arena. Um, it was held in Cambridge, Mass. And we marched from the Pfizer headquarters to Moderna, which is approximately two tenths of a mile. Um, I did do some Facebook lives because again, I wanted to sh show my support for everyone, but I also wanted to document um, how peaceful it was. I mean, were we loud? Yes, we were loud. Protests are generally loud, but it was a very calm, protest. It was, um, there were no burning cars. Uh, we didn't burn anything down. It wasn't anything like that. And okay, I'm going to interject for a second. Yeah, so yeah. did you wear like, you know, a certain color clothing that you couldn't be identified in? No, 
Did you have backpacks with bricks and cash and objects that could lead you lead you in such a way that would assist you in breaking windows? No. Uh, did you have uh, walkie-talkies? You had no. cell phones, but did you have walkie-talkies? Did you have um, coverings that would impede law enforcement identifying you as a human being? No, not at all. Did you encourage others and incite in such a way where that person would get be caught up in the moment and decide to uh, burn an American flag, overturn a vehicle, if law enforcement was present, get in their faces? Was there any of that? Not at all. Kudos to that group. Yes, definitely. And I do want to also give a shout out to the Cambridge Police Department who um, were very, um, and I was watching their faces and I could see the pain on some of their faces, like as almost if, if they wanted to join in, obviously they could not. Um, but I could tell from some of them that they really felt um, all the different speeches that were going on. And, and I'll share something in just a moment. But it was interesting to me um, when we got to the Moderna um, site. Now we parked right down that street, whatever that street name is in a garage. And we had to walk by Moderna. So as we're going to meet our group at Pfizer, um, <laughs> my friend Lisa Marie said, oh, I wanna get a snapshot of this. And there were, I call them henchmen or henchwomen, um, security type of people that were in the building across the street that's also, I assume, associated with Moderna. And they're like, hey, hey, you can't take a picture. This is private property. So we're like, okay, whatever, you know, not a big deal. Uh, we march, you know, we go to Pfizer. We were there for a while and then we marched back to the Moderno website. So I, I heard myself on the video because I couldn't really see what I was doing because it was bright, but I did hear myself say um, something to the effect that I'm, <laughs> when we go walk by her, because obviously they were, the henchmen were, were still out there. Um, I'm going to show that I'm recording and basically you know that was my way of like a ha-ha moment not to be rude not to be obnoxious but that we are a free country and it is within my constitutional right to do that again yeah, I mean the, the, the Moderna you know security if you were obviously entering the building or in their faces or whatnot. I find that comment from the Moderno henchmen, whatever you want to call them, ironic since we witnessed live multiple times, you actually witnessed certain movements within our country while they were in the act of a criminal offense with breaking and entering, stomping on people, beating each other up, running in and stealing goods. That, those are not considered private property, so I find that kind of comical. Right, and the other comical thing for me, and I guess if you could call it comical, was uh, watching the 
um, workers in the Moderna building who were face planted against the glass with their masks on. <laughs> well, you know, you gotta find, I mean, I would find, I'm sure they're, they're Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, let's face it. Big Pharma has made some big bucks off of this virus. Let's let's be real clear about that. If you don't think, uh, yes, you know, capitalism, I totally agree with that. Um, but it's undeniable that the big money that not only they've made off of this virus, off of other things. So they're paying their staff quite hefty from what I understand. So I guess if you have a place of employment that's gonna pay you hefty, and you got to wear a mask, you know, so be it, I guess it's, you know, that, you know, I, I, you do have certain people that are quote whistleblowers from Moderna, from, especially from Pfizer, uh, Johnson Johnson that tell you they, they are not easy to work with. Uh, there are a lot of restrictions and yeah, I guess it's, if, if the money outweighs your safety of breathing in your own toxins all day long, more power to you, because again, that's another long-term effect of wearing a mask that we're not going to know right now. You're going to have you're going to have some people that may have underlying conditions like asthma, or whatever, where it's going to you're going to see some results now. But the average person that's a healthy person, if they're continually wearing masks all day long for months at a time, and I think at this point we can say for almost a year at a time, there will be some long-term effects. And I hope the money was worth it. Most certainly. And, and the other thing that I thought was interesting was, you know, there are some cafes or little restaurants, whatever, and people that were sitting outside wearing their masks. And I thought, well, definitely, you know, I support anybody who wants to do that. Like, that's your constitutional right. I get it. But um, I also thought that it was sad in the way that we have been so conditioned that people are doing that. Um, and back to the speeches that were given, we um, recognize, you know, because we were on a Zoom about a week ago, and I, I was with a friend of mine um, and her dad at the at the uh, protest yesterday, and we recognize one of the organizers, I guess, that's associated with this group. So we wanted to say hello and, and, you know, thank them for putting all this together. And she said to me, and you know, kudos for her recognizing us. Um, she said, oh, you're, you, she pointed at me, you have your son um had a life-threatening injury and i said yes yes my son did and she says well you know you just need to speak it out and i'm like okay i was a little um i don't want to say fearful but i i guess i i looked at my friend and, and she says are you okay to do this because i must have had to look like holy crap um and i said yes you know, this is an honor of not only my son, but for those who have suffered and, you know, people need to know. And there were probably about five or six different people with bullhorns for a moment there, right before I spoke, it was 
it was like all sudden silence. And the gal said, you need to meet, um, you need to listen to what Janice has to say. She wants to tell you a quick story. So I was like, okay. And here I am talking through this bullhorn, maybe 60 seconds, 90 seconds, explain, you know, what happened uh, with my son. And I did say, and I, I watched the, the feedback and my friend is going to send, send it to me again because it didn't come through too well through the cell phone. And I did say, um, the one that begins with a P, I'm just gonna say Pfizer, I said, as something to the effect, as Ryan's mom, I am holding you personally liable. Not that that means anything to anybody, but it was my way of saying, I know what you did. I know what you did. We know that people go into, um, and I know that my son did this, went into taking this shot based on the best information that he found and made that choice for himself. So it was my way of saying, you know, people, you want to get the shot, the jabba dabba do or whatever we want to call it. Do it with knowledge. Do it because you truly believe in it, not because somebody is mandating you to do it, because we all know that mandate is a coercion, which is an ultimatum there. Nobody wins with that. The no, only they, they, and they and I'm going to interject. They, they they don't. And the bottom line is, I think if you were to actually poll those that already have received the arm juice, you would find that most of them are now refusing to get the booster. Mm -hmm. Not because you know, obviously, for some, I I, I just chatted about this with somebody else. I know more people that had have had a serious side effect than I do that got the virus and or that, that died. I, don't, I personally do not know anyone that died from the virus. That doesn't mean that obviously there's tons of people that did and, and one, one life is too many, but I personally do not know anyone. Um, I have limited knowledge of how many people that I know. When I say limited knowledge, most people I know think they might've gotten the virus, but very few were actually tested and went through a horrible time. There's only only a very few, and they survived it. What I'm finding now is more and more people are speaking out about having an adverse reaction. Some, it happens quite quickly. Others, it's like a month or two down the road. Other times, it's little tidbits. So start, you start seeing some slight changes. The ones that are with the slight changes are generally uh, people that are older anyways, um, and you might not think it's directly correlated with getting the arm juice, but you may have a, a loved one that suffers from dementia. I, I already know five people, five people I know that are either uh, at the early stages of dementia or, you know, kind of into it. And all of a sudden, it's like on fast forward now, despite the other preventative medicines that they're on for that particular disease. All of a sudden now they're, they're, they're much worse. Uh, people that, you know, 
never had balance issues, you know, very healthy people. And all of a sudden their lower extremities, they're having issues, you know, the, 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 uh, uh, twitters in the hands, you know, the shaking, the ringing of the air, the headaches, and then more severe ones like you were talking about and sharing with Ryan. And I think if people were to poll, more, most people that I personally know that received it based on what you said, based on the knowledge at that time, but now we are, you know, six months into this post-initiation of this arm juice, and while you see many are having instant reactions, and I find that that's more in the 30 to 40 year old range and, and, and teenage boys. I mean, look, you were marching right in Cambridge where a trooper lies in UMass. Uh, no, not UMass, it might be Brigham and Women's. I can't remember, but a Boston hospital in the ICU. It's a state trooper that received the, the, the arm juice, did not reluctantly, did not take it because you know, they were going to mandate it and we're in, and they're still going back and forth with that. And, you know, within days, you know, you could all of a sudden cannot work and he's been in the ICU ever since, you know, blood clots, serious things, people. So I think while many took the information early on based on what was fed to them and spoon fed to them without really knowing the consequences, Everyone that I know that received it, other than I think two people uh, received the booster. Everyone I else said, nope, I'm not getting the booster. Had I known what I know now, I would have never even initially got this arm juice. That's great. That, that's very scary. And, you know, I know that uh, Ryan um, knows a lot of people who, you know, through friends or whatnot that have gotten COVID and unfortunately have passed. And again, he made his decision based on what he knew at that time. So um, it's just, I, I don't know what more I can say about it. And I am doing, uh, I will be doing a blog post about it. And I hope to have that up today or tomorrow. Um, so keep a look out for that on our website. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what um, happened with me yesterday. And I was glad that I had, you know, my friend with me. And as we were walking back to leave, you know, we did walk by um, quite a few Cambridge policemen and, and we said, Hey, you know, thank you for keeping everyone safe today, you know, and um, they kind of looked at us like, wow, you know, thank you. And, you know, just it, I, it goes to reason that, you know, they obviously any first responder, uh, policemen, state troopers are constantly putting their lives on the line and, you know, to have that support of keeping everybody safe um, was a lot, you know, I, I observe, I, I would say that I was definitely quite the observer yesterday. I wanted to see the passion in people's, in people's faces, the expressions. I wanted to hear the expression of their voices, not just to hear it, but to listen what other people had to say about it and 
it really was an experience. In fact, when we got in the car, I'm like, okay, when's the next one coming up? <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I'd be curious, did any speaker give any kind of stats, statistics? Yes, um, they were talking about, and I'm not sure if it was on one of my Facebook lives, but about the percentage of children that is pretty much like extremely low, like below low. Um, and I forgot what they said, but only two children within their county, I believe is how she put it, had even mild, you know, were mild type of symptoms. They tested positive. Um, so <laughs> it just goes to show you, you know, the mass mandates in certain school districts. Like, you know, this, it, it's got to stop. And Again, well, it's even scarier. It's even scarier because I received word that pediatricians are now contacting their patients to schedule the arm juice for the children. And I had a, a mom was chatting to me about that, and I said, "Wait a minute." And then she reminded me that on you know October twenty sixth, and people need to get out, and you can leave FDA comments. They are in the final phases of approving the arm juice from five to 12 years old or five to 11 years old. And uh, we should actually, I'll send you the link and we could, uh, we'll make sure that we get it up on our website. If you are against a mandate for children five to 11 years old, you should be very concerned and worried because as we've already talked about, these mandates are coming fast and furious and to uh, you know, now have pediatricians contacting their patients. Okay, let's schedule an appointment, almost like a sales pitch of, you know, let's redo your windows. Uh, that's pretty scary. And I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of coin dangled carrots going around from these major corporations that are nothing but filth and greed and power and power hungry. I've never ever, I don't think most people in our lifetime could ever witness a government and or a uh, these big corporations spewing the amounts of money and carrots to get people to comply. It's mind boggling at best. It certainly is. and. Wealth Wellness Wednesday. So we shared obviously um, a lot of information on what transpired yesterday. And Carol, so I'm just gonna throw it over to you for just a moment. I have to run and get my water for a moment. Alrighty. You know, Wealth Wellness Wednesday, we love this day because we also talk about, you know, here we're talking about big corporation money. We, we know that it is. And sadly you have so many people out there that are, you know, entrepreneurs, really trying to change up the game, whether they're working for themselves, decide they were gonna take that leap of faith, but also have to understand and recognize, as well as anyone that works in brick and mortar, that you have to have a healthy relationship with money to create change. Sadly, there are corporations that are using their powerful money in a negative way to make change, to force change. We're talking about having a healthy uh, relationship with money so you can make positive changes within your community. So what does that mean? It's actually going out and having a financial exchange with someone that you don't know, not your favorite organization, not your normal charity, not even your church, 
It's about changing the mindset of other people with a financial exchange that they're not expecting. Because we often talk about what is the greatest emotion of all for all human beings is gratitude. And what better way to, you know, we always talk about it's better to give than receive. But actually, I think the giver is also the receiver of the gift because they get to witness the, the person that they don't know. Sometimes if you're kind of watching to see who ends up with that, but sometimes it's just the mindset of knowing you don't, you can't put a face to who you have that finan financial exchange with. You don't know how it impacted their day. You don't know what maybe, you know, a few dollars might've changed the trajectory of someone's mindset. And that's what Wealth Wellness Wednesday is all about. So how do you do that? Well, I've got a picture um, of a couple of different things that I've done in the past. And what I'm going to do today is putting it in a little envelope or whatever. Doesn't matter about the dollar amount. So make no mistake, it's the act. It's not the dollar amount. It could be a dollar, five dollars, fifty dollars. Sometimes you'll find people that go out on Wealth Wellness Wednesday and maybe they normally leave a 15% tip while they decide today they're going to do a 30% tip. They don't know that server, but they wanted to really change her day, brighten her mood, because we know how much, you know, our servers, they work so hard. Uh, and they, and that, that particular industry was hit extremely hard with the virus. So we always want to give back a little bit extra. Maybe it's you're in Walmart uh, or your favorite store and you put it in a little envelope and you just stick it in maybe a diaper box or a you know box of formula box of baby food maybe you you know sometimes i'll go to like what, whatever my favorite food is of the day because sometimes that changes and i'll just put it in between like sometimes i love these um they're little like little 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 pitas they're just these tiny little things but they're great for dipping so sometimes i'll come in i'll have scotch tape and i'll just tape it to that whoever picks that up maybe i do it to the coffee lovers who i'm not promoting coffee you know how i feel about caffeine Maybe it could be something on an energy drink. So I'm in the you know fitness. Maybe it is a uh, fitness sportswear and you just tape it on the inside. So I always have to make sure I have a little tape with me. But you can get very creative. A lot of times, sometimes I'll do it in the gas station, you know, where you put your credit card in. Put the little card in there with some money. And that one, I actually tend to try to watch and wait because obviously people are filling up regularly because the gas price literally changes right before your eyeballs, right? And frequently I'll find them kind of looking around and, you know, am I on candid camera? Like, is this real? So it's kind of cool to, to see that. And then they get happy and excited. And I've actually witnessed two people actually add to it and leave it there. You know, they take it out, put their credit card in, fill up. They look to, to see what it's about. They, they kind of think it's cool. And I've actually seen, witnessed people taking their own money and putting it in there and, and putting it back in there. So it's a domino effect of spreading kindness, goodness, and gratitude. That is what Wealth Wellness Wednesday is all about. It's about taking action. Jan took action yesterday for a, an important cause going up against a corporation that sadly, these corporations have tons of money. They could impact so much in our lifetime you know, the poor, the hungry, uh, building, you know, making safe havens for the homeless. But yet, just, it's theirs is about greed. So we're, we're not talking about that kind of money. Because for me, that kind of money, if you're not using it to help others, it, it's about greed. We're talking about making change within ourselves, small changes that are going to impact many just by how they feel and getting that feeling of gratitude. And that's what Wealth Wellness Wednesday is all about.
Yes, it yes, is. It is. On a final note, um, I just want to say that um, I'm blessed. So thank you everyone for the continued uh, reach outs and um, you know asking about Ryan and also asking about how his parents are doing. So much appreciated. Thank you so much. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two sisters. And this is Carol Sue, AKA Naughty Boss. Tomorrow we're super excited because one of us will not be present and we have another sister filling in. Who will that sister be? You'll have to find out tomorrow morning. I believe going on what eight or nine o'clock. I never know, so I'm not even gonna go there. You're just gonna be 8 surprised. Eight a.m. Yeah, we try to keep it at the eight a.m. timeline. So um, I'm excited about that. And we wish you a great wellness, well, wealth, wellness Wednesday. Go out there, make a difference. Show people the gift of gratitude and share that. That that's just the greatest emotion of all for human beings to be sharing with each other. And we will see you tomorrow on. Trending Thursday, and then of course, leading up to all important Fantabulous Friday. You guys have a great day, everyone. Bye, everyone.